Hi, this is Sky Brooks. In this 23rd episode, we'll be taking a look at The Politically Incorrect Guide to Darwinism and Intelligent Design, comparing Flat Earthers, Darwinism, and Galileo. Hope you can stick around. See you in just a few. Yay! Hi, this is Sky Brooks. In this 23rd episode, we're going to mention some comments that were made by the Ph.D. author Jonathan Wells in his book, The Politically Incorrect Guide to Darwinism and Intelligent Design. His book is only 207 pages, and I enjoyed the layout. It was quite unique, and he has comments and side notes in various, from various writers, small comments in the corners. They're highlighted that one may say and indicate, these books you're not supposed to read or websites you're not supposed to go to and groupthink and cover some very interesting chapters that you can go through very quickly. On his last page, a paragraph entitled Why Intelligent Design Will Win, he says, a number of bright young men and women have the courage to question Darwinism, study intelligent design, and follow the evidence wherever it leads. They know they're in the midst of a major scientific revolution and the future belongs to them. In chapter 11, entitled, What a Wonderful World, it really notes the fact that anyone that supports ID is politically dangerous and personally dangerous. On one side, he notes, is entitled, Guess What? And below that, he mentions when at Iowa State, astronomer Gilmore Gonzalez wrote about cosmic evidence for intelligent design. And a militant atheist in the Religious Studies Department organized the campaign against him. Have you ever been to Iowa State? It's very rural and very progressive. A wildwood flower grew wild on the farm and we never know what it was called. I didn't give him much thought. One day I was out there talking to my brother and I reached down for a weed to chew on. Didn't know what happened, but I knew it beat the hell out of sniffing burlap. Jonathan Wells is a microbiologist, receiving his PhDs from Berkeley and Yale, is not only an expert on Darwinism, but on intelligent design, and he does have a gift for making complex issues easy to understand. This is a book they don't want you to read. So Jenny and Cass and I will also get into it and tell you what it's all about. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? Dinosaurs were on the ark? Yes, yes, that's what I would teach. I'm going to do the best I can to help, uh, you know, forward those ideas. What about dinosaurs? Were dinosaurs on the ark? No! Sure they were! A prison for your mind. You have to see it for yourself. And so if dinosaurs lived millions of years ago, which isn't, isn't even possible, think about it, do you know how deep the bones would have to be? Like, why would anybody want to dig that long? I, I, I just, uh, it just does not make sense to me. Or... The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. Or you can... You stay in Wonderland. And follow the evidence wherever it leads. 
How come a dinosaur skeleton has never been discovered by a random person, like a like a farmer or a hiker or anything? It's always these these paleontologists or archaeologists who who all stand to to profit off of their discoveries. Yes, these are comments from real people on this topic that we're talking about. Which one of these two would probably be the most influential to those that they meet? Probably the first one, because he is part of the educational establishment and teaches 10-year-olds saying that dinosaurs were on Noah's Ark. Really? Saying that he would do all that he could to continue that narrative. And the second, a lady, she's just a bit misinformed with just a bit more correct information, she'd be practically spot on, which from a general perspective, most are just a bit misinformed and have been misinformed by educators saying that Darwinism is the truth and the only truth. And if you hear that enough times over and over, especially at a young age, you're going to believe it. I believe they call that indoctrination. Sure, let's hear a few words from Jonathan Wells on the Politically Incorrect Guide to Darwinism and Intelligent Design. Darwinism specifically is the idea that all living things are descended from a common ancestor by unguided processes, unguided natural processes, such as accidental mutations and survival of the fittest. That is Darwinism. What sorts of evidence do you think of when you think of the so-called overwhelming evidence for evolution? Fossils, okay? Fossils are dead things that have turned to stone. They tell us some things about the history of life, but what fossils do not and cannot tell us is how they are related to each other. Here's the ultimate problem for Darwinism. Darwin wrote a book called The Origin of Species. He claimed that he could explain how new species originate, and they originated, he said, by extending what we see happening within species to the creation of new species over millions of years. And what we see happening in existing species is variation and selection. Well, despite what you may have heard or been given the impression of in your classes, no one has ever observed the origin of a new species by variation and selection. The evidences in your biology textbooks for Darwinian evolution are, almost without exception, either distorted, exaggerated, or actually faked. What is intelligent design? It's fairly simple. Intelligent design says, in opposition to Darwinism, some features of the world that appear to be designed may actually be designed. Now, that's revolutionary. But all ID says is that some features may be designed. How do we tell? By looking at the evidence. Intelligent design says we can look at the evidence and determine whether something is better explained as a product of intelligence than as a product of unguided processes. Intelligent design says nothing about the Bible. It's not based on Genesis. Actually, we do have an established religion in this country, and you can tell by reading the court decisions. And that established religion is, effectively, atheism. Intelligent design doesn't address the issue of the age of the earth. It doesn't say everything is designed. It doesn't tell us who the designer is. Of people who are so determined to defend their secular creation myth that they will not, at this point, even allow public discussion. So the evidence for Darwinism is much, much, much weaker than you may have heard. Right here with you, Sky, on this book. I loved it.
it really gets down to where the rubber meets the road. It arms you with great information, and I would say, specified information, not just complex information. The dangers of Darwinism have been historically proven to be crap. Sorry no other way to get that point across, any beliefs, any beliefs, are actually dependent upon its origin, and this origin, has been discredited all over the place. Many on this display their opinions, political opinions, like any other view will destroy our civilization, rather than any reasoning, I'm glad there are no statues, oh wait, a minute, there are some, anyway. It truly is bizarre how certain people cling, I've heard that word cling from someone, don't recall at the moment, to that 1859 book, The Origins of Species. In the notes the term flat earthers are mentioned, wow, that is way out there. You know there is flat earth society, that claims to believe the earth is flat. Like walking around on the planet's surface, it looks and feels flat, right? So it must be flat. Are you flipping kidding me? They deem all evidence to the contrary, such as satellite photos of Earth as a sphere, to be fabrications of a round Earth conspiracy orchestrated by NASA and other government agencies. So my head. You don't hear the vitriol, or getting any progressive courts that get involved. Can I ask you something? Is, is this heaven? It's Iowa or other pseudo-professors with a PhD in religion, teaching flipping atheistic agnostic crap to young minds, because he didn't have an epiphany, where else on this planet could anyone do that, only here where this country allows the plurality of religions and varying opinions, except maybe an autonomous zone. That would be like being a person of the Muslim faith, and teaching anti-Muslim ideas. How long do you think your head would be on your shoulders. Think about that. If I wanted to know the truth, I certainly wouldn't want to read the Des Moines Register and publish a claim that someone says, or claims to be a biblical scholar, and go up against a physicist, and an astronomer, a true scientist, and side with the current narrative, just to get notoriety, and keep your budget, thereby, silencing the opposition. I loved the privileged planet, it has no religion aspects to it, just science, just science. Something I would think any atheistic agnostic poop would want to know. Now, Sky, now that the Flat Others were mentioned, with no ideas that they're going to destroy civilization as we know it, but intelligent design somehow is, let's take a quick look at Galileo just as a comparison. Everyone will agree today, that he's made some great discoveries, and quite advanced ideas, even for our day, Galileo's work with the telescope, as just one of his marvelous works, he unleashed the notion, that ours is a sun-centered solar system, and not an earth-centered solar system, do you all get that, from an antiquated cylinder, came the profound idea that, we are not the center of the universe at all. That was a dangerous idea at the time, and one that cost Galileo his freedom. Each discovery drew Aristotle's system further into question, and lent ever more support to the dangerously revolutionary, viewed by a Polish astronomer, named, Nicolaus Copernicus, 
contesting that the Earth traveled around the Sun. Really? Crazy. Not everyone took pleasure in, or believed, what Galileo, or Copernicus, claimed to have seen in the sky. In time Galileo's, and those findings began to trouble, a very powerful authority namely, the Catholic Church, he only presented that theory as a hypothesis, infuriating the Pope, does I de infuriate anyone? He was condemned by the Holy Office of the Inquisition for being vehemently suspected of heresy. He was sentenced to imprisonment, which he was commuted to a house arrest. He was 69 at the time. Interesting, how new ideas threatened the old guard. Galileo spent his last eight years confined to his home, forbidden to write, or even speak of such topics. Anything sound familiar here? Or do you still not get it? Galileo finally sought, obtained and understood what was fundamentally important. Namely, showing us a whole new universe within our reach. Great comments from the both of you. Jonathan Wells is also the author of Icons of Evolution and is still doing research, scientific research on intelligent design. As you read through his book, you'll understand and see how he unmasks the truth about Darwinism because aren't we all seeking the truth? And as I've said before, the more you hear it, the more easily it is to be recognized from wherever it comes from because it just makes sense. It's non-conflicting. He does at the end acknowledge many people, other scientists and researchers. As I've said before, always check the footnotes if they're not there. It's just someone's opinion. Darwinists consider religion worse than smallpox. Dawkins once said, Religion is one of the world's greatest evils, comparable to smallpox, but harder to eradicate. Darwinists always seem to be making oxymoronic statements all the time. Darwin himself said, Though I cannot look at the universe as a result of blind chance. Really? Time to wrap this episode up. Hope that you enjoyed it and provided food for thought for you. Do your own investigation, and by doing so, you might discover something you hadn't been before. Speak less, listen more, observe more, and you just might learn something. Thanks so much. See you hey, later. Y'all come back now. <laughs>